success looks so easy from the outside, but all successful people have had to overcome enormous obstacles along the way. And in many cases, look failure right in the eye. Most successful people don't focus on the struggle and they rarely talk about it because that's not what creates success. Join us here where we'll chat with serial entrepreneurs, both men and women, and share the good, the bad, and the ugly of entrepreneurship. We'll talk about the obstacles we faced and how to overcome them to reach the success that you desire. I am your host, Cami Lehman, and this is She's Invincible. Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining us today on She's Invincible. And do I have a surprise for you today? It's my birthday, so I decided to come to you uh, as the guest of the show and do an interview. I'm so excited to be here with you and to celebrate my birthday and celebrate all of you. I just, you know, I live my life like, you know, I might only get maybe 80 of these birthdays in my lifetime. So I take it pretty seriously. And I wanted to do something special and give you all a little deeper dive into She's Invincible, how we got here, what it stands for. And I'm so excited to bring this and I hope you enjoy this episode. Oh my gosh. So my granddaughter just turned 17 last week. Yes, our birthdays are four days apart. And when she was three, I'll never forget, she told me it's not a birthday without the birthday banner, the birthday hat, balloons, gifts, cake, and candles. And oh my gosh, she set the stage for us, for our family, for tradition, for all of the birthdays to come. So we all have our little checklist and all of that is happening here today. You know, when I think about birthdays, I think about life as a gift. Like the first the first day, right? The day we're born, we're given this life and it is a gift that we're given uh to use it the way that we intend or maybe not intend. Um but what we do with it is our gift to the world. Every day we get to choose how we'll use the gift of our life. We're here because we still have work to do. We need to be grateful every day that we wake up, every single day, because it is a gift. Life is a gift. And we get one more opportunity to impact someone's life, to do better in our own life, in our own work, in the impact that we make in the world. Whatever it is that we're doing, that we're called to do, that we're passionate about, every day we wake up, we get a new lease on life. And every new year is another trip around the sun and we get to celebrate it and do whatever we want. And I just love that. Oh my gosh. So I was like, what am I going to talk about? Right. We're talking about she's invincible for sure. But I surveyed a few of my special friends to ask them if I were to interview myself for a special birthday episode, what would you want to hear? So I'm here to answer these questions and I'm so excited about it. So the first question we ask all our guests is how in the world did you get where you are today and what makes you invincible? So we'll start there. I got in the world today as when I was young, I wanted to be a nurse 
And then I ended up being a teenage mom at 16. I had a daughter and that dream of being a nurse got pushed to the side. And I ended up getting a job in corporate America. And that just seemed to be the right path for me at that time. And so I finished school and I got a job and I did that for about 13 years until my next child came. And then I wanted to work from home. I wanted to be a work from home mom. I still needed to make money, but I wanted to do it from home and kind of get my priorities in order. I wanted to go to the school parties and go on the field trips and be a room mom and do the fundraisers and all the things that I didn't get to do with my daughter. And so I did that. And I spent 28 years in direct sales in the top 1% of the company. And I love that. And then I didn't. <laughs> and then I was looking for something else. I had already had certifications for coaching. I always am looking for ways that I can be better for my people that I'm leading. And so I had been continuing my education and certifications and decided maybe I will step out on my own and start my own coaching company. And so lo and behold, that's where Cami Lehman Coaching and Consulting came in. And so that was such a fun time. I remember opening the doors, you know, of this home-based business and thinking, okay, you know, the open sign is up. Here they come. They're all coming. Well, guess what? They didn't all come. <laughs> And I was so frustrated. You see, it doesn't matter how great you are in your work. If you have no one to serve, then it doesn't matter. And so I was on a mad search to find how I could attract my ideal client. I knew they were out there looking for me, but I didn't know how to find them. I didn't know how to connect with them in this world of technology. And so I was going to start a webinar. I thought, oh my gosh, I'm up late at night working and I see all these webinars and people are selling their programs in the middle of the night. And I thought, that's what I'm going to do. So I did what any girl did. I joined webinar school and I jumped in and was enthusiastic. I met this gal on her podcast. She had an amazing podcast and I was so impressed with her that I reached out to her. She said, I'm starting a webinar class in January. I think you should come. So I jumped in that class. But during our conversation, I had mentioned to her many times that I loved her podcast and I might want to have a podcast of my own one day. And so I'm about two weeks into this webinar class and I just I'm struggling. I'm stuck. I'm not enjoying it. I'm not making progress. And she came to me and she was brilliant, brilliant leader. She said, I know that you said that you might want to have a podcast. And the class that I went to is having another class. And I don't know when they're going to do that again. She said, I think you should go do this podcast class and then come back. And I think it'll be easier for you to finish the webinar. I thought, what? You're telling me I can quit? <laughs> And I can go do something else that I really want to do. Oh my gosh, I'm out of here. She was so smart to be able to release me as a leader to know that this wasn't working for me and that I was really frustrated. And she gave me an option to go. 
She still kept my money. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I didn't expect a refund, but she encouraged me to go do what I wanted to do and that she thought I would be great at it and that I could come back and finish that webinar. Stay tuned. So that's what happened. So I jumped into out of webinar school into podcast school. It was a 28 day program. It was fast and furious. And at the end of 28 days and lots of pain <laughs> and struggles, I don't want to act like I sailed right through it. There were times I was on the highway in the car on the turnpike crying my eyes out. And <laughs> there's true, true authenticity right there. It's not easy. But at the end of 28 days, I launched the She's Invincible podcast and it ranked number 42 on iTunes in the business entrepreneurship category. And that's where everything took off. I really was, first of all, amazed. I didn't really have time to think about too many expectations. I think maybe I wanted to be in the top 100 or maybe even the top 300. And as it was, uh, She's Invincible did rank in number 42 in the top 50. So that was so exciting. And what happened next was even more exciting. I love launching. I love the passion around launching. When I was in corporate America and I was traveling around the world and I was launching and rolling out new programs for the office managers in the restaurants all over the world. I created these teams. I was leading the teams. I made t-shirts. Well, I ordered t-shirts. I had them custom made. Uh, but we, you know, I was leading these teams and I was bringing people together and we were launching. And then when I look at my direct sales business, it again was the same way, building these teams and that power of the launch of helping these people launch their own new businesses. And then I joined this networking group and the whole thing about it was the launch. It was bringing other professionals together and launching new chapters. And I absolutely loved that. And then it came to podcasting and I loved and became so passionate about podcasting and what it could do for you as a person and elevating you to success and an expert in your field and also attracting your ideal clients. And I loved still that passion of launching. So I stayed on with the school and I used their affiliate program and I was helping other students launch and I would work with them throughout their launch week. And at the end, they all were in the top 50 of the iTunes charts. And I'm like, this really works. Oh, my gosh. But then the school changed their model and they weren't doing that anymore uh, individually. And so it didn't make sense for me to stay on and do their new plan. So I stopped. And I fizzled out and I was sad because what I was so passionate about was not happening anymore, but I couldn't even put my finger on it. I just knew that things were different, that I felt different, that my energy felt different. And so I was talking to my coach one day and she's like, yeah, like what's going on? Like, let's backtrack to what was going on when you were feeling so excited and so passionate. And driven by what you were doing. And at the end of the day, it came down to that podcast launch. I was missing the action and the excitement and everything that comes with a launch. 
And so she said, she looked at me and she said, you know what you need to do? Well, yeah, I guess I did. But I was like, what? Start a podcast school? Are you kidding me? Like, I just launched a podcast a year and a half ago. What do you mean start a school? I'm not equipped for that. And I remembered that I promised myself when I paid her a lot of money that I would listen to her and I would do everything she said. And so there I went. I went off to start a podcast school of my own and She's Invincible Podcast School was born. That's how it happened. That's how we created that brand. I really jumped out of the, um, I, I would say I jumped out of the webinar school. I had no idea what the podcast would be called. I even didn't know what it was going to be about or what we were going to talk about. But I had some ideas when I thought about it and I really was being creative. I had some ideas from some of my experiences. And one of them was about women. In the direct sales business that I was in, women were always comparing themselves. They were always saying things like, well, she's smarter, or she's prettier, or she has more time, or she has a more supportive husband, or she was born on the right side of the tracks, or oh my gosh, you guys. And it hurt my heart so much to see women comparing themselves. See, when you compare yourself to someone else, you're comparing their strengths to your weaknesses. You have no idea the life they live. You might see the real, the highlight. You might see the social media pictures and posts, but just know that's as good as it gets. Everything else from that point on is not as great. And so we're comparing ourselves to those highlight reels and we don't know the real story. And that's not fair to either one of us, right? And so that's how She's Invincible was born. That's how we created the podcast so we could bring fierce entrepreneurs who could share their journey and be authentic and also educate you with their expert zone of genius where we could share free education and inspire, empower, and educate women all over the world. And we wanted to be diverse. That was a big thing. And I realized like, oh my gosh, we're not being diverse because she's invincible. So we decided to add a few great men. And uh, so now we have She's Invincible and real men join us on She's Invincible. Kind of like the saying, real men wear pink. Uh, that's the way it is with She's Invincible. We love having our male guests come on uh, when they have topics to talk to women that can help them to be empowered and inspired. So if you're a guy out here listening, we love having your support. We'd love that you're following us and part of our community. And we would love to hear more about what you can bring to She's Invincible. Oh my gosh. So what does the word invincible mean? I looked this up in the dictionary. Everyone has their own opinion. But the dictionary says it means incapable of being conquered, defeated, or subdued. Oh my gosh, you guys. It doesn't mean winning. It means incapable of being conquered, defeated, or subdued. That means no one can stop us. No one can kill us off. No one can make us leave, you know, abandon our dreams. It's We are incapable of being conquered, defeated, or subdued. 
when it comes to being invincible. Ah, so here we go. This goes way back. I just gave you this version, but a funny thing happened about a year ago or maybe a little more. I'm driving down the road and I'm listening to 77 on 70s on Sirius Satellite Radio and this song comes on. This song, I'm, I'm in my car. I'm on my way. I'm actually in the town I grew up in that I grew up in. And I'm listening and the song comes on and it's a really old song, right? From the 70s. And I find myself singing the words. I don't know. Those words are stored in my brain like so many other things. But it's a Helen Reddy song. And I know you know where I'm going. And it was the song, I Am Woman. And in the chorus of the song, it says, if I have to, I can face anything. I'm strong. I am invincible. I am woman. And in that moment, it took me back to a time when I was about eight years old, nine years old, maybe. And I would stand in front of my full length mirror on my closet door. And I had my curling iron in my hand and that long cord that comes from the curling iron. And that was my microphone. And I remember being so sassy. And that song, I would play it. It was on a 45 record. Oh my gosh, now I'm really dating myself. And I played that song and I would sing with all the sass I had in myself, in my fiber. And I would sing the chorus. I sang the whole song, but I would sing the chorus. And it, when I heard it on the radio, it took me back to that time. And here I shared this with a friend who said, don't you know that most of your life is kind of like uh, figured out before you're even 10 years old and that like your mission or your journey or the, your purpose and passion, they are all kind of uh, rooted in you in those young years. And then the rest of your life. You're just kind of following that journey and it plays out. I was like, I had no idea, but that's where She's Invincible came from. So it's a combination of my life, the obstacles that I had to overcome. And of course, that song as a, as a young, young girl in front of my mirror with my curling iron microphone. Boy, it's crazy. So I hope that fills in the blanks if you've ever been wondering like what happened. Okay, here's one of the first questions. What makes me invincible? So I'm going to say, I thought about this and I could say a million things, but I'm going to give it to you short and quick. What makes me invincible is the ability to get back up every single time. I'm actually writing a book and you'll get to hear all of my story. Uh, but uh, just trust me when I say that I have the ability to get back every single time. And every time I get knocked down, I get back up faster and I never give up. I never, ever, ever give up. And that's what makes me invincible. Ah, oh, so my topic today is how to use podcasting as a marketing tool in your business. So I want to talk about two different things here. I want to talk about first being a podcast guest, and then I want to talk about being a podcast host. They're very intertwined and they're both equally important and impactful. 
So let's start with being a podcast guest. So I have this broken down to five tips on being a great guest on a podcast. But I want to talk about what I actually do. See, I help challenged entrepreneurs attract their ideal clients, increase their income, influence, and impact through podcasting and monetization. In podcasting, we can monetize our podcast, we can monetize our business. And as I go through this, you'll see there are many other ways to monetize. So what happened was with marketing and advertising drastically changing since the pandemic, along with the social media algorithms have gone mad and the price of Facebook ads has exploded, podcasting became a very effective way to attract your ideal client. See, before the pandemic, so let's say the end of 2019, there was 850,000 podcasts in the world. And today in 2023, there are over 3 million. That is how much it has been impact. Okay, so let's talk about being a guest. First of all, being a guest on a podcast is gonna help you attract your ideal client. It's gonna help you create collaboration with referral partners, and it's gonna allow you to sell to your guests and listeners. So anyone who's listening out there, you're able to to share what you do, the result you give your clients, and you can turn a loyal listener into a paying client through a podcast. So here are the five steps broken down. The first one is share your unique story. The story of like, what makes you, you? How did you get there? What did you do? What differentiates you from the others? You want to tell your story, your journey, and the mistakes you made along the way. Don't be afraid to share that. You need to be authentic. You need to be authentic because that's where the no like, and trust factor is developed. People cannot be perfect. So we never want to act like we're perfect. We want to share everything, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And as we're doing this, we want to remember that consistency is key. You want to make sure you're on four shows a month, hopefully not the same days. Uh, Once a week is perfect. You want to stay consistent. You want to tell that story over and over and the impact will be incredible. The second part of this is to have a really strong interview topic. We want to have at least three to five really strong interview topics where we can communicate our expertise and the pain points that we're helping our clients solve with suggested questions. So if you're new to podcast guesting, you might want to add a suggested question for each of the topics and you want to have at least three to five. This will energetically attract your dream clients. Oh my gosh. The next one is storytelling. How to change your personal narrative so you become a more magnetic storyteller. You want to share your personal journey, the things that made you who you are, who made you uniquely you. When I teach, I talk to people about storytelling. And I'm going to do this for you today a little bit later. But when I tell you a story about this cup of coffee, You should smell and taste the coffee and you should be able to see the steam coming up off the cup. 
you want to be a more magnetic storyteller. You want to talk about the change of events that led to business ownership. You want to show, don't tell. Show, don't tell. Go on every podcast with the mindset that everyone paid you $10,000 to listen. These are not infomercials. They're not sales pitches. You are there to impact the lives of the people who are hearing you. The next one is your mission and vision statement. It will be infused into your interview. Your interview will have a different quality. People will know you're up to big things. They want to know who your company is in the world. So while your competitors are talking about tactics, what you do will be a totally different frequency. What's the impact? Why do you do what you do? Who are you? What are you passionate about? It should be so aligned with who you are and what you're out to cause in the world that it reminds you why you're doing this and makes you fall in love with your business again. The last part is having a strong call to action with a freebie. You can offer an exchange for their contact info. You want to share your interview everywhere with professional graphics provided by the host. It is so important, you guys, to have a strong call to action. You don't want to have three different things. Go to my website or check out my YouTube channel or join my Facebook group. You want to have one landing page, one strong call to action where you can capture their information and add them to your email list where you can start to nurture that contact and start to build that know, like, and trust uh, factor with these new followers. And then, of course, what good is a podcast interview if you're not sharing it everywhere? This does not make sense to me at all. When you are on someone else's podcast, you are being elevated to an expert in your field. So you want to put that out there everywhere so that everyone can find you. Use the hashtags that talk about, you know, that what you're talking about and what you do and who your ideal client is and share on all social media platforms where your ideal target audience is hanging out. Now, one really important thing that I want to share with you about this is finding the right shows. See, it is not enough to just be on a podcast. The most important thing is that you want to be on a podcast that shares your ideal target audience without creating competition. Make sense? So you, if you are a, a book editor, you don't want to be on another book editor's podcast if you're doing the same thing because people listen and they say, well, they both sound really good. Now I don't know which one I should go with. So you want to be in a collaborative state, which means if you're a graphic designer or you're a photographer or you build websites or you do book launches or you uh, typeset or whatever you do, that has to do with that, but is not the same thing. That's what we're talking about when we talk about collaborative. So no competition. We want to collaborate. We want to share the same ideal target audience. And if you're still questioning, I don't know where my people are, find people that do what you do and search them on podcasts and find out what podcast they're on and then check those out first. And that should help you be able to find the right podcast with the right people 
at the right time and give you the success that you're looking for. Remember, you may never know a million people, but a million people can know you through podcasting. So next, we're going to talk about being a podcast host. So this is what happens as a podcast host. It is in our best interest to have guests on our show because what the guests do is they help us acquire and nurture new clients. We connect and collaborate with other experts that share the same target market as us. We provide value to the community. A guest that can educate and inspire the community provides value and value attracts people. People think, this is what they think. I know this to be true. If she gives me this much for free, I can't imagine what she'll give me when I pay her. This is so big, you guys. It is so important to give value, to be known for you you giving value to people and supporting the community. That helps elevate that no like, and trust factor. Then, of course, the next one is building trust, right? We want to build trust in the company service and product by sharing success stories. Of course, the next one is elevating your brand, your authority figure. By hosting authority figures, you elevate the perceived value of the show. It's a great way to attract future guests. So other guests will say yes to you on your show as a host if you are having great guests on your show. And of course, growing your audience. The host, uh, they, they have people who already speak to your audience. So give them the tools to share it with their audience and then learn. This is the biggest thing ever is that instead of paying $1,000 or thousands of dollars to top experts, invite them to your show and ask them everything that you want to know. That's the most important thing. You get to learn and you, you save money by having them on the show, doing your research, uh, making a list of everything that you would like to learn from them. And then bringing them on the show and asking those questions and having them share. Podcast guests love to share on host shows. And a lot of times you can do trades as well. So if you both have a show, you can do a trade that you go on their show and they go on yours. Another great way for podcast monetization is through affiliate programs. So there's JV partners, that's always an option, but I love affiliate programs because they can be evergreen. So if I have a guest that comes on to my show and they have an affiliate, I can get their affiliate link and put that on my website. I can put that in the show notes of my guest episode and I can mention it on the show. When we're talking, I can say, you know, make sure to click the link in the show notes and that will take them right to that affiliate link. And then those guests are actually paying you to bring them quality, ideal clients, right? And so when they purchase from that guest, then you receive that affiliate. You also can have your own affiliate program and you can share that on other host uh, shows that you're guesting on. So again, it goes in the show notes, it goes on the website, and these are all different ways that you can monetize. At She's Invincible, we also teach how to convert those loyal listeners into paying clients. My, my um, expertise for 28 years was in sales and leadership, 
So I love that I'm able to do that. And so I want to ask you, imagine if you could impact and influence millions of people, amplify your income, your impact, and your influence with a profit-driven podcast that is grounded with purpose and profit. So those are the questions for you. Uh, Another way that we monetize our podcast, and this would probably be the last way that I'll mention today, is going to be through advertising. So you can actually sell advertising on your podcast. Uh, You can bring other people. Again, we want to collaborate, not compete. So it would never be the same thing you do, but bring people in and sell ad space because that is a really popular way. Right now, people are preferring advertising through and marketing through podcasting than any other source. I want to share this with you real quickly. This is written from one of my friends, Kaylee Hamilton. She has a PR and media firm, and she shared this with me. It says, a new study shows that podcast hosts emerge as the most influential figures shaping people's actions beliefs, and life decisions. People form strong attachments to their favorite podcast hosts, turning to them for guidance on both financial and personal decisions. 75% of respondents out of 2000 placed the influence of podcasters above social media, creators, and mainstream celebrities. She goes on to say, Nearly 90% of millennial respondents credited podcast hosts with influencing their beliefs. 70% of respondents pay more attention to podcast ads than those on TV or their social media feeds. Over 50% have bought a product or service after hearing it advertised on a podcast. And when a podcast host invites you into their world as a guest, you have a captivated audience. Podcast visibility for your business and brand is paramount. And I wanted to bring that to your attention because today in 2023, on my birthday, podcasting is the number one preferred way for advertising and marketing your business. And I think that's so important. Okay. Here's some more questions from some of our amazing friends of She's Invincible. She asked me, what motivates me to achieve? I love this question so much. I love to win. I have a winning attitude. I do not play to get by. I play to win. I am very careful of who I associate with. It is so important to have a tribe of people who believe in you, inspire you, encourage you, and cheer you on. And I surround myself with those people. And that is so important because there are days, many days, I'm sure you'll agree too. I just don't feel like it. I don't feel well. I'm tired. I'm disappointed. Maybe I had a disappointment in some other area of my life and I just don't feel like it. But I love to win and I am motivated by this tribe of people who not, I'm not competing with them. They're believing in me, inspiring me. They're encouraging me and they're cheering me on. And I commit to be that person for you. I commit to be that person for my friends and for my tribe. 
we, it really does take a village, you guys. We really do need the village. Okay, next question. Lots of people have dreams, but don't take steps to realize their dream. What makes you different? I had to think about this for a minute because there's a lot of things that make me different, but I wanted to answer this in a way that you would relate to as well. So here it is, my vision. It is my vision. I have a huge vision. I dream so big, it's ridiculous. And I want to challenge you to be ridiculous. Believe in yourself. Surround yourself with others that believe in you. I chase my passion and I'm obsessed with making an impact in the world. And I'm driven by helping others reach places they never thought possible. Be ridiculous, you guys. Okay, here's another question. What has been the biggest surprise since starting your podcast? I would have to say, I I guess the first one was, you know, being number 42 in business and entrepreneurship. I was shocked. Uh, Even as I was running for it, I was still like, what? When I saw it on on the paper. But it's the huge impact that is making on the world. It's the ripple effect that it has on other entrepreneurs' lives and businesses, finances, and their futures. And it is just such an honor that I am able, I feel lucky um, and honored to be able to play a part in a journey for someone else and to see that impact uh, that is is taking place and also the transformation, which is what we're going to talk about next. Hey, I hope you're enjoying this episode. And just before we get to the good stuff, right? The good, the bad, and the ugly, I have this great announcement for you. We are starting the Pod Power Hour, which is a virtual event that's going to happen on Wednesdays at noon Eastern. And so if you've ever thought about having a podcast, if you have questions, if you are a podcaster, and you want to come and meet other podcasters and learn what's new, what's happening, tips and tricks to be better at this amazing passion of podcasting that you have, we would love for you to join us. We're going to have experts there that are going to be sharing their genius. It's going to be amazing. So, and if you're a host and you want to come meet some amazing uh, people that could be potential guests for you on your show, come on out. What a great way to get exposure. Be sure to check it out on my website at camilehman.com as well as follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Whatever is your favorite platform, we will have registration there. You do need to register to attend and it is on Zoom. So super simple, just one hour every other Wednesday. We start on May 4th, so don't miss out. Get registered today. We can't wait to see you there. You have moved from fighting cancer to discovering how to live beyond it. But what now? With so many emotional side effects still unknown, as a new survivor, you find yourself in a void as you navigate through the isolation, fear, and an uncertain future that can overshadow you and your family for years to come. Instead of focusing on the uncertainty of cancer, consider how strong and determined you are and think of the strength demonstrated by those who stood beside you through it all. Consider this. You now get to choose who you want to be 
and what your intentional, fulfilled life can look like. You made it through treatment. We can help you define yourself as a survivor. We're here to help you through this moment, to walk beside you as you shift your mindset from counting the days of life to creating a legacy. For more information, visit www.adventuretherapyfoundation.org or contact us at info at adventurefound.org. You know what's really funny here? On She's Invincible, we don't let our guests get away without sharing the good, the bad, and the ugly. And when I surveyed my friends, the one thing that almost every one of them said was, well, you have to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. And I thought, that thought never crossed my mind. And I don't know why, because some of you have you know, been like, oh, I have to do that. That's going to be hard. But yes, in order to be on this show, we want authenticity. We're here to encourage and inspire others to get back up and continue to chase their dreams. And in order to do that, we have to pull back the curtain and we have to be authentic and we have to say, there's nothing wrong with you. It's not easy. It is not easy, but you can do it. And this is what I had to overcome. And so I'm going to share just a few with you right now. And these, you know, I've had people come on the show like two or even three times. And each time they have to give us a good, the bad and the ugly of like most recent, like say last year or whatever. So I just want to share with you what is on my heart right now. So are you ready? Here we go. We're pulling back the curtain. Ta-da! Okay, the good. So I'm going to say that the good, and it's really the great, is being a part of such a huge transformation in someone's life. It is amazing to me to see people step into their greatness and live the life of their dreams. I feel so lucky to be on the journey with so many others. And I'm going to take a minute just to share a couple of quick stories with you. So the first story, and I'm not going to give any names, but the first story is a woman who came to me who had a very successful business. She had written a few books. She was she very professional. She had programs in place and she was running her entire business on Facebook. And guess what happened? Facebook shut her down. It wasn't any fault of her own. But Facebook shut her down because they misunderstood, uh, you know, some things that she was posting and uh, didn't give her an opportunity to defend or explain. And her whole entire business and all her followers were locked down and she had no access to those people and she was not able to to run her business. And when she came to me, she was so frustrated in fact, I remember we had already started that podcast school class and it was a 30 day program and she had already missed the first class, but she was like, I'll watch the replay. I need to do this. And I got my goodness, you guys, what an honor to to be able to help her on her journey, to be able to launch a top podcast. And she's still ranking uh, about nine months later in five or six areas around the world globally. Uh, she has rebuilt. Her following, she is back on Facebook, so she's recouping some of that following. Uh, but when I interviewed on her on my show and I asked her what the good or the greatest part of her journey was, 
She said it was launching her podcast. Oh my gosh, how can I not say that this is the good or the great of my journey is to be able to make an impact where someone else's journey is the good or the greatest part of their journey. And she's done so many things and she's continuing to elevate herself as an expert. She has an amazing show and I'll probably put the link in the show notes so you can check it out. So my next story that I want to share with you about this good and great, and there are so many. So just know if I didn't share yours, I just picked two. Um, So the next one is a gal that I worked with in my other business. Uh, We worked together for about 17 years or so. I was her leader. I mentored her. I absolutely adored her. And then I left that business and went on to the podcasting world. And she was still in that business. But one day she approached me and asked me, like, is this podcast thing something I should be looking at? And I was like, well, if you want to start a company, maybe. And so we had a conversation and she was like, I do. I want to do something bigger. I want a bigger reach. I want to build a bigger platform. I want to make a bigger impact. And so she launched her top podcast, which is also ranking right now in five or six areas around the world. And she was able to continue in her direct sales journey, but also she's written two books. She's finishing up her second book. She has uh, created a course, a low ticket and high ticket course. And she just spoke on stage in New York City. Oh my gosh, you guys, in like eight months, she went from just being a leader in a direct sales business to launching a podcast, writing two books, and taking the stage in New York City. I I just feel that podcasting is the only way right now, and not, I shouldn't say the only way, but the fastest way to elevate yourself And to get your name out there, we talk a lot about visibility and discoverability and podcasting is the way to do that today in 2023. Okay, enough about the good and the great. That's always so much fun, but I have to tell you about the bad part of the journey. So the bad part of the journey is I almost died (laughs) a few times and I'm here laughing about it. I I did. I literally almost died a few times. One time I was almost killed and escaped it. And the other time I almost died in the back of an ambulance. Um, And while it was scary, to say the least, it shook me and put me on a path to live my best life intentionally. So, you know, as you're going through that and you're thinking, I don't want to die. I think we realize like, wow, this is a wake up call. We, you know. As soon as we're born, we can die, right? Like none of us are getting out of here alive. Every one of us is going to go. And yet we're living our life like we have forever. We don't have forever. We have to do it now. We owe it to ourselves. We owe it to the world. We are here to contribute and make the world a better place with our gifts and our talents and all the things we come here with. And we don't have forever, you guys. And I just want to remind you that every day we have an opportunity when we wake up to make a positive impact, to help someone else, to make the world a better place. And if you didn't almost die ever, then take it from me. Okay, 
Now we have to talk about the ugly. Oh my gosh. Okay, the ugly. So the ugly, I would say, is losing amazing people in my life. And I would say that was whether to death, misalignment, disrespect, you know, not everyone is going to go where we're going, right? I, I love Tyler Perry. He talks about the rocket ship. When a rocket ship launches and the boosters fall off when the rocket ship gets to a certain height because they're not going where the rocket ship is going. Their job was to be the launcher and get the rocket ship off the ground. And so they fall away. And so that happens sometimes with people. And I think that's such a scary thing. I love so hard. I mean, I tell my friends all the time, if you're going to be my friend, I'm going to tell you I love you. I'm going to, you know, all the things. And so um, I really do love so hard. And while I know that death is a part of life and none of us are getting out of here alive. But, you know, some people make a bigger imprint on our hearts than others. and. So with death, like there's just no controlling that, but there's that other part. It's that misalignment, that disrespect, the place where uh, people are not supportive or you support them and it's a one-way street. Sometimes I'm faced with this, you guys. I'm faced with when I look at someone and I have to say, I love you, but I love me more. You have to love yourself, friends. You have to love yourself more. We teach people how to treat us and we make them better in the process or we move on. And that has really been a very ugly part of this journey. So as I close on this birthday episode, I want to read to you my favorite birthday book as I read it to three-year-olds, all the way to 50-year-olds and more. This is my favorite birthday book. It's called On the Night You Were Born. Here you go. If you're my friend, I may have read this book to you. And I'm going to read it like a three-year-old because I tell stories about how, when I teach, about how you can tell a story or you can tell a story. So if you're reading this book to yourself, you're going to read it one way. But I read it like I'm reading it to a three-year-old. So here we go. On the night you were born, the moon smiled with such wonder that the stars peeked in to see you and the night wind whispered, life will never be the same. Because there had never been anyone like you ever in the world. So enchanted with you were the wind and the rain that they whispered the sound of your wonderful name. The sound of your name is a magical one. Let's say it out loud before we go on. You are the one and only ever you. It's sailed through the farmland high on the breeze. Who in the world is exactly like you? Who? 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 Over the ocean? And through the trees until everyone heard it and everyone knew of the one and only ever you. Not once had there been such eyes, such a nose, such silly, 
wiggly, wonderful toes. In fact, I think I'll count to three so you can wiggle your toes for me. One, two, three. When the polar bears heard, they danced until dawn. From faraway places, the geese flew home. The moon stayed up until morning next day, and none of the ladybugs flew away. So whenever you doubt just how special you are and you wonder who loves you, how much and how far, listen for geese honking high in the sky. They're singing a song to remember you by. Or notice the bears asleep at the zoo. It's because they've been dancing all night for you. Or drift off to sleep to the sound of the wind. Listen closely. It's whispering your name again. If the moon stays up until morning one day, or a ladybug lands and decides to stay, or a little bird sits at your window a while, it's because they're all hoping to see you smile. For never before in story or rhyme, not even once upon a time, has the world ever known a you, my friend? It will never will not ever again. Heaven blew every trumpet and played every horn on the wonderful, marvelous night you were born. Happy birthday, my friend. I hope you'll save this episode and listen to it when it's your birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to me. And let's go make the most amazing next trip around the sun together. I don't know where you are in your life or your business, but if you're face down on the ground right now, get back up. Just get back up. I know it feels like you can't, and I know it's hard, but you can. You just need to get back up. I'll put the link in the show notes to the book. It's called On the Night You Were Born by Nancy Tillman. Love you, my friends. Thank you for joining us today. If you were inspired or learned something new, please follow the show, submit a rating and review and share us with your friends. If you would like to chat to see if you can attract your ideal client and monetize your business through podcasting, please book a free call with me at camilehman.com. I can't wait to meet you.